Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And it's just us t- with you walking along the fence. And we want you to come in with us. We want to show you one thing and we're going to kick you right out. <laughs> just this one thing. Just this one thing. Yeah. So, all right, Dave, tell us one thing about Minute 52. All right. Well, Rita and Phil are walking home arm in arm. And Rita mentions how funny this day turns out that it's just so perfect. You, you couldn't plan it any better. Uh, but Rita gets a little cold feet when they get to the bed and breakfast and Phil wants to show her that one thing and just kick her right out. Uh, but we do get to see the living room part of Phil's bed and breakfast suite and just Phil pacing around Rita, making you real uncomfortable, <laughs> real uncomfortable. Yeah. So they're, they're walking along a continuation of this nice, pleasant evening and Rita is amazed. And so, yeah, it's like, <sighs> Like, you know, she had her expectations and she had them changed. And, and in a normal situation, you think, oh, it's great. They're going to they're gonna be more than just co-workers and, you know, maybe even close friends and who knows what else. But, you know, it's just, it's all a <laughs> lie. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to tell you to look on the bright side, but I know oh, <laughs> there's no bright side. Yeah. At least I- this minute. Yeah. Honestly, I remember I was on a date. And we almost had a conversation like this, how much we enjoyed the day. It was like we went to here, went to the marketplace, had fun, went to see a movie. It was fun. And we had conversations. And then, you know what? Afterwards, just she ghosted. And it is what it is. You know, yeah. just I guess once once the date's going, maybe she was like, you know what? Mm, he's a nice guy, but it didn't work out. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You know? And I didn't I didn't I didn't plan any of that. I was just like, hey, it worked out. We just went here and here. It was nice. But um, yeah, so, you know. She comments on how perfect it is, and you couldn't plan it. And then, you know, when he says that, when he says, like, oh, it takes, it does, you can, but it takes a really long time. She does have, you see her face there? She kind of has this, like, actual moment where, like, and she's like, oh, wait. And she just kind of, like, kind of questions, like, wait, is he, did, did he? Like, do you see, you know, see what I'm talking about? I'm not going crazy, right? I'm not looking for what I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because she's, I mean, she's she's smiling, she's happy, and not just her mouth, her whole face is, oh, wow, you know, I'm having a really nice time, and this is, you know, this is a pleasant surprise. This wasn't what I was expecting. And then Phil makes this cryptic comment, and you can see, yeah, the, the, the she's kind of puzzled a little bit. Her, her brow fra- furrows. Yeah, yeah you can it? Yeah, she it, furrows it, her brow like... You can see it. Like, that was an odd thing to say. And yeah, yeah. I, I think it kind of goes to the... um. The sensitivity of Rita that picks up that someone else might have just kind of let that go as like an offhanded kind of, you know, just a joke. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, you could. It just takes a long time. Um, you know, it just takes or a lot of work to, to plan a day like this. But it's so many things. It was yeah. the drink. It was the toast. It was the 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 sweets. It was, mm-hmm. you know, what they said at dinner. It was the Chipotle tree. It was... How the snowballs and the snowmen, everything, the conversation was perfect, and yeah. the dancing. Like, you know, I think she's run, she's running that tape back. Like, how the last 10 hours did change her expectations, and now it's like, no, mm-hmm. this is, this is yeah. weird. 
some of these are strange. It's, you know, if you're you're at dinner with a coworker and assuming that you're you know, assuming your area of expertise or your career is not does not involve French poetry, but you mention, "Oh, I happen to have studied French poetry." And then suddenly your coworker rattles off um well, in this case some lyrics or or some lines of a poem. You might be, "Oh, you know, that's what a coincidence. That's kind of, it's a small world. We both like French poetry and that kind of thing could happen. But when you get into things like the snowman, like how do you, you can explain, oh, someone just happens to know French poetry that happens, but oh, someone just happens to carry around two black eyes and a pipe yeah, <laughs> with them wherever they go in case, a, you know, in case a snowman breaks out, that's, you know. That's more unusual. That's more strange. And it's those kind of things that, yeah, Rita's picking up on, like, all right, you know, I'm having a good time. And, and maybe it turns out this Phil guy isn't the jerk that that I thought he was or the jerk that he was in the van. But there's still something that's not quite right here. You know, she's kind of onto it. I think this is the first time he's gotten her this far in this, in this plan, this date. I think this is. Because how he's saying that line... Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time he's saying it out loud, and I think it's him being like he feels like he's he's crossed the finish line. I think he thinks, "Oh, I got her here. Like, yeah, it's great. We're we're in the bag. Like, once we get inside, no problem." So I feel like this is the first time we're seeing this, you know, this this his plan. You know, all the drinking, the thing, the dance. The, 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 it's all like this is the first time we're now seeing. This isn't like the eighth iteration. This is definitely he's playing a hundred thousand things. Yeah, and we're now here, and he feels like he's crossed the finish line with her, and so he's like, oh, he's got one last thing. And so that's why I think it's like how he says these lines feels like the first time he's saying them because he hasn't practiced what he would do when he's gotten to this point. But he's so in his mind excited he's got this far that he's like, oh, I, I got it, I got this. This is clinched. Well, and I think this is something that's that the the filmmakers put in for our sake, for the audience. Um, you know, it, it gives us, it starts to give us an idea of just how long Phil has been going through these things, or, or at mm-hmm. least getting us thinking about it. That we do, we get these hints, we see things, we see these repeated scenes, we th- we see him tweaking his approach and tweaking his pickup lines through this various thing. So we know, we know what the movie's about. We know there are loops, but we don't know how many. And I think of, well, this makes me think of the line uh, with the movie theater date where he's talking about Heidi two being, uh, does he say it's his favorite movie? My favorite movie I've seen over a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen it over a hundred times, which I, at the time I said, well, I think we're meant to take that literally. Like he's really, you know, he's got time to kill. He's really seen that movie a hundred times. And, you know, he doesn't specify how much work or how much time it takes to plan a day like this. Um, but I think I think that's in there for us to to think about, well, how, how much time? If mm-hmm. he, because Phil is a kind of guy where left to, like, he, he's, he's like George Costanza. <laughs> he should do the op whatever he thinks is the the right thing to do or whatever he wants to do in a particular moment he should do the opposite <laughs> at this point he should be doing like whatever his insects tell instincts tell him to do do the opposite but he hasn't figured that out so at each step he's like he does the wrong thing all right let me go back and do it again and do the right thing and then 
the next junction point or the next decision gets made and he's going to make the wrong decision and then he's going to have to redo it. And okay, at that point, then he makes the right decision. And that's, and that's assuming he gets it right on the second time. I'm sure some of these things he's, you know, some of these points that he gets to multiple times before he figures out what is the right thing? What is the right response for the situation? So there are, it's an awful lot of time and there's an awful lot of loops and, and he's saying that. So, so he's saying that to us. And then I also think there's a, I think there's another part of it where he wants, he wants to talk about this to someone. I mean, this is still a crazy thing and he's, he seems like he's gotten used to it. He's kind of comfortable and he's dealing with it, but it's still an unnatural situation and it's still crazy. And he's all alone. I mean, he's, he's tried to talk with Rita before and naturally no one believed him. No one really understands Mm -hmm. if, you know, if you don't know, this is a movie, if, if someone in real life is telling you this things happen, it sounds crazy. And he tried, he went to the doctor and he went to the psychiatrist and I don't, you know, we don't know is if he went further down that path or we don't know how far down that road he went. But what we do know is at some point he just gave up and said, no one understands what's happening to me. No one even believes what's happening to me. So I'm going to stop talking about it. But he wants to talk about it. He wants to tell his date. I've seen this movie a hundred times. He wants to tell Rita, I've built this snowman and we've walked down this lane. We've done this hundreds of times or thousands or how many times it is. Like he wants to say it, but he knows no one's going to believe it. So it just kind of... um it just, it, but it still comes out. It's kind of like when you've got a really good secret, and you're like, "Uh, I really can't tell anyone, but I really want to tell someone." Like, I really want to talk about this, but no one can know. Like, so he's kind of, <laughs> you know, she can write it off as as just like a like a joke. Oh, it takes an awful lot of work. Um, you know, sometimes I'll do this, like I'll get lucky, and then I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I meant to do that." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was just like complete chance, I had no idea what was going to happen, you know. And he can kind of, it's kind of that kind of comment on the surface of it. It's, oh, it just happened to work out, and he's going to jokingly take credit for it. But there's there's the deeper seriousness, and you know, again, Rita being very the sensitive person that she is, kind of picks up on it for that moment that there is a little bit of there's there's a little bit of truth behind the joke. You know, I, we we see them enter the bed and breakfast. So he he's able to win her over enough to come see. Him. Maybe he yeah. said something along the lines of, "Hey, you, hey, you, you chose this place. Don't you want to see what it looks like?" Maybe he uses the line like that. Yeah. Or he like he he diverts it away from like their them as a relationship right now and more like a. Aren't you curious to see what it looks like on the inside? Mm-hmm. Although be- before we get into the bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. I and this may just just be like a movie thing that kind of struck me so when he when they get there and he's like oh you know come on in i want to show you something so she is walking him home like that just seemed odd like why are they walking to the bed and breakfast shouldn't he be walking her you know to be the gentleman he should be walking her home walk walking her to her hotel to drop her off and then he goes home alone thought that was odd like she's walking him home. Yeah, I don't know if. It, or am, if I, it, am I reading too much into it? No, no, because that's a good question. No, because <laughs> it's it is it's because obviously we know what Phil wants, but like, what is what did what did he say to get Rita? You know, 
maybe he she was still kind of hypnotized by how amazing the day was that he's walking and talking and they're laughing he's saying everything she wants to hear that you know the several minute walk it's it is to get back to this thing she's not really thinking about it, you know they're probably just walk you know what if they're just walking around town you know he says let's just take a walk around town you know and they oh, wind yeah. up here at the bed and breakfast, you know? Like, he doesn't say where they're heading. He just knows the route, and he's just walking with her, and they're laughing, and they're and they're telling stories and jokes, and he's telling everyone here. So that's what I think. That's how I think is he got her here. And then the only way for him to get, I think, her into the bed and breakfast, when she kind of feels a little, like, is he says, like, don't you want to see what this place looks like? Hey, you, you ordered it. Like, don't you want to see? Yeah. And so yeah, I no, think like, that's how he gets her in. Right. Yeah, I like that. And that. Show her around, and that yeah, and that makes sense because we saw, well, when you know they're doing the the hotel where Rita is staying is right across the street from the town square, and I think we actually see it at some point during either either building the snowman or during the snowball fight. We see the hotel, yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah. So like, if he wa- if he walks her home directly. That's a very short walk, and but also, I like. And also, I'm sorry, but but the the hotel is right. We're assuming that's where the ball is happening. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't probably want to walk into any of those people. He wants to have her alone so they don't run into Larry or anyone else. Oh, another good point. Yeah, because yeah. So why not go back to her room versus his room? But yeah, the the groundhog ball is going on in the the function room of the hotel. So yeah, he doesn't want to run into that. And yeah, so I yeah, my my first thought is like, well, why is she walking him home? But I think you're right that it's probably there well, she thinks they're just walking and talking. They're just meandering through town. Exactly. Whereas he he is quote unquote moran- um wandering around or just meandering but making sure that they end up in front of the bed and breakfast yep. at the right point. Yep. And then yeah, he can just be like, "Hey, you're paying for it. Don't you want to see, you know, see what you what you what you paid for?" Mm-hmm. And so then they they go up to the room, and I, we don't see yeah. it, but I would actually like a shot if if there was a way for them to come up the stairs and he flicks the lights on, so you get to see the bed breakfast with mm-hmm. those flowers because I would like because those flowers are never highlighted, you know, they're just there. Yeah, and I think that would have been nice to show the audience that like. Like, listen, you and I, I think, I, I just picked it up today, you know? Yeah. That there's flowers on the bedroom, and I'm like, wait, and I'm going back, and I'm looking, I'm like, he, there. so we know he's gotten, he's gotten the people there. So, the, the, the idea is that, you know, he's jazzed this place up, and he's prepared it, <laughs> and I just, yeah. and I just, just would love it if we get to see, we get to see the bed breakfast from the staircase, like, in its splendor with the flowers, and you could tell, and it's clean, you know? Because yeah. what we see is clothes hanging about. To actually see, in one shot, this perfect bedroom as if it was set up and with flowers perfectly for any date. Yeah, yeah. I, did, <laughs> yeah, you read you read my mind. I was just about to say one of the things we see. So it's about 52, 53, 54 seconds in where we see... There's roses. Look at that. We never yeah. used to, There are roses on the coffee table. Holy shit. <laughs> like, 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 as I'm saying, like, if we saw that in a one shot, you go roses, flowers, flowers. We would, we, we. It's like it would, like, it would be that, that, that clue. It'd be like walking <laughs> to a murder scene, but you know, to be like, huh, I see all the clues here. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 the. Well, they, no, 
Yeah, the red roses on the coffee table. And I was thinking there's a little bit later where we see it's the yellow flowers that are on the dresser or wardrobe, whatever that thing is, that's next to the the sink, the little yeah. um, little wash area of his room. Like that and those definitely weren't there before. So yeah, he's definitely gotten flowers just for for this day or for this occasion. But we also see the chair that's between that's behind Rita, between the two windows, that's the chair every morning where he wakes up or when he wakes up, that all his clothes are on, that we see the, the the suit and stuff that he's wearing now, they're all thrown over this chair. So yeah, he's yeah, he's had the plan, the expectation that someone's gonna be coming back to my room or we're gonna be coming back to the room later, so set up the flowers and I'm gonna hang up all my clothes, I'm gonna clean everything up so it, it doesn't look like the usual mess. Um, that he's yeah, definitely just all part of the the preparation he's done for this evening. Yeah, and that's um, – all right, hold on. I uh, wanted to do another wall. So, yeah, so it, fe- it feels like there's cut footage. And maybe 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 the shot I'm thinking of was filmed and they just cut it out. But here, here watch. We start 50, 50 – uh, not 54, 44 seconds mm-hmm. of them upstairs. They threw the jackets on the banister, mm-hmm. you know, and – and you know that's obviously not officially where you would hang your jackets. Maybe there's hangers somewhere, <laughs> but maybe in her mind it's like, oh, I'll just hang it here because I get on my way out. And that kind of thing of just like, I'm not going to be staying here long. And then he does the same thing just to make her feel comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. Where maybe he's saying that I'll show you this place and then I'll walk you back, you know. Like that could be a thing where he's like, oh, you walked me here. Don't worry, I'll walk you. I'll walk you back home to the hotel after. You know, that's what he says to get her up here. You know, he keeps it, keeps it like, you know, okay. Does it get too creepy? Yeah. Not too creepy. Not too creepy. But here, here, you want, now you want creepy? I'll tell you creepy. She's smiling. So 52 seconds, she's standing like in the bed area and then she wants to pass and he gets in the way to kind of like, kind of like blockade her to get like, keep her by the bed and then watch the hand play. Watch Mm. the hand play. Watch right there. Uh, boom! Fifty-five seconds. Tries to go for a for a like a knuckle rub handhold, and she kind of darts wow. past it. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that before. There's yeah. That's why going over these minutes was so hmm. like excruciating because I was like, as soon as I saw that little hand knuckle rub, I was like, oh man, like, I remembered like you know you're trying to talk with a girl and you're trying you're trying that that hand touch thing, and she she's like blowing you off. You're like, all right, all right just be cool, be cool, be cool, like. I'm getting too creepy. I, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's exactly like what Phil just did there. He tried to like slow her down by the bed, a little blockade. And, you know, she's like, I don't want to be near the bed right now. You know, that's what she's thinking. All right. I walk to this side of the room. I don't want to be near the bed. I don't want to give any illusions right now to the bed. <laughs> and then he's like, huh, huh, hand, hand, knuckle. We'll touch. We'll touch hands. And she's like, eh, skirt by. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'd certainly been, I'd been more paying attention to uh, the shoulders and the upper body and and that body language of, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to wrangle her into that part of the room, you know, the bedroom part of the room. And then she's trying to like slip by and escape into the lounging and the living room area. And then, yeah, it's a kind of a little tentative where, um, where, you know, you know, she's, he's, Kind of like going to hold, like if she's into it, he'll he'll hold her hand and 
kind of they can get close there but then there's like enough plausible deniability that he can kind of play it off like oh we just kind of bumped hands isn't that funny yeah um, but he does get yeah there's a little look of i don't know if it's disappointment there's he he definitely gives a look where he after she walks by he turns yeah and he, he looks you know he's looking at her back he gives her a look like all right i guess <laughs> i guess this fight isn't over yet <laughs> i guess all right this yeah. is the way it's gonna go because it's it starts at minute like second fifty one where she like yeah. she's she's walked through the bedroom she's seen the bedroom and she turns around and feels like just standing there with his eyes yeah. like bam right into hers and then yeah we flip the camera and she's like trying to juke she's just trying <laughs> to juke around yeah. like oh jeez and yeah and then her eyes like dart like uh, just trying to <laughs> smiling. And then, oh my god, her eyes do it again at like 50, 56 seconds. Her eyes do this like little like dart and her head's down and just... It's, yeah, like I said this, the minute ends before we go any farther, but it, mm-hmm. it's just like... You can see like she came up here and, with the with the like the, the assumption, which is like just not thinking about it too much. Like, alright, fine, I'll just look at the... I'll look at the room and then we'll get our things and then we'll leave and then he'll walk me back to the the hotel then i'll like see everybody at the hotel or you know she's probably thinking like oh maybe we'll go here then we'll go back to the groundhog day dance mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i think that's why he's not trying to get her to go to the hotel because she'll see the groundhog day dance and say, oh let's just go here now she's like you know she can kind of talk with other people and, right yeah and she, she could come mull about and then and then like you know she could hang out with larry you know if she really wants to kind of like kill his mojo because he'll be like oh i gotta deal with larry so yeah he, he's got to know once she if she makes it to the Groundhog Day dance, the night's over. She's yeah. not leaving by the, you know, she's going to be, oh, there's music, there's all these people, whatever, it's great. And then she's going to be there till she's tired and then she's just going to go right to sleep. Yeah. So he's definitely got to keep her away from there. Keep her away from Larry. Um, yeah. Although we definitely see, so I guess I was the only one who was questioning, just go, I'm going to totally jump subjects <laughs> but uh so going back to the evening with nancy i may have been the only one but i wasn't sure that we were we were in phil's room like where were we when we were hanging out with nancy that night but here we get the view of we see that the, the connection between the fake fireplace and the the couch the kind of the living room area of this suite uh, versus the sleeping area um it's still kind of i yeah, I'm still trying to picture the layout of the whole thing. I guess when we're in, kind of when we first see them walking into the the living area, the camera's in the bedroom, and then later it switches places where they're when they're standing near the bed, um, and and Phil's trying to corner Rita. Then they're in the bedroom area, and the camera must be in the living area. Yeah. They kind but, of switch places. I mean, it's possible that like. You know, Phil had several times, you know, done the same thing with Nancy, like, till he got bored. I'm going to just be, I'm going to be pointless, just till he got bored with her. Yeah. But, like, maybe he thought, like, you know, maybe he did go to her place, and I don't know, maybe he didn't like the bed there. But it's weird, if you, like, you think he would like that bed, because it's, it's, he's, sleep, he's sleeping somewhere than he's not, other than where he usually is, you know? So why would he want to? But maybe in his mind, he feels like, aha, I've... I've gotten action in the bed and breakfast. Like I did it or something. I don't know. Yeah. It can kind of both go both ways. I would think on the one hand of, 
of all the places in Punxsutawney, he would want to spend the least amount of time in this room. That this is kind of the most Punxsutawney of Punxsutawney places. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to be in this town, and then you narrow it down. Well, he doesn't want to be in the bed and breakfast. He doesn't want to be in his room. But at the same time, I guess, but yeah, if he's, I guess if, if his plans have worked, if he's had success for various days and various schemes work out well in this room, maybe he thinks, oh, there's some good mojo or I can do things like I can stage ice cream on the windowsill kind of thing. I can plant things in my room that I, I don't have control. If yeah. I, you know, if we go back to her place or we go back to her room. I don't have the same control that I have if we're in my yeah. space. Because we really don't know. We went from we went from stay here at the gazebo to they're making out, you know, him and Nancy. We yeah. don't really know how much he had to work to get her there and what was the you know, what was the thing that got her to, to make out with him. So yeah, how I see it is that either he's yeah, he's trying trying to control it, or maybe he thought like if I get her to sleep in the bed that we'll wake up on the next day or something and then I can leave the town and mm-hmm. then not have to see her again. And then maybe he thought, oh, maybe I have to sleep at her apartment. And he went to her apartment or her house. And he's like, oh, that's not it either. And then he just like moved on because he got bored. Yeah. So that's maybe the same approach he's trying to take with with Rita here. He's like, oh, I'll control this element and I got her here and uh, everything should work out. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll work. Maybe that's the key because, yeah. So if, yeah, because eventually Rita is going to leave Punxsutawney. And so if I keep Rita here and then we wake up together in my bed, well, we can't be back. She's not going to wake up with me on February 2nd. So if she's here in bed with me, then it must be the next day and I'm free of this loop and I can finally go home. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're just like, if nothing makes sense, what's what's that that, that Sherlock thing? That's like all the improbable things, then the, the impossible must be true. Something like that, where right, it's like, when, if I can't comprehend this day looping, then, like, maybe this or that will fix it. Yeah. If you, when you exclude the impossible, whatever's left, no matter how improbable, must be the truth. Okay. So, yeah. That's what it is. The impo- yeah, get rid of the impossible. The improbable is left. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe that's it. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's it for my, um, my minute here. It's just that, like, I just wanted to focus on the fact that it's like, I think Rita came here with the intentions thinking that we would look around this place, check it out, just to, hey, I'll show you something. And then we would go to the, you know, he promised her maybe to the hotel, the Pennsylvania Hotel. And now he has her here. He's like, I can't let her go. I, I'm, oh, I'm just so close. Yeah. I mean, what would be the something? He says, come on in. I want to show you something. What could it be? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's the something that he has that he can't, you know, can't wait till they're back in Pittsburgh. And that's why I want to show you the room. Maybe he wants to show her. I think it looks like there's groundhog pillows on the couch. <laughs> show you this. You won't believe it, right? Look at this. <laughs> you got to. You got to see these. You got to see these groundhog pillows. You got to see this fake fireplace. Um, wow. And there's a, there's a lot of flowers. He really went. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's the yellow flowers. You know, by the bed. There's the red roses like on the coffee table in front of the couch, but there's flowers on the floor. And I think the next minute or two, we'll get an even another view of the room from a different angle hey, and see the, even more flowers. On the left, at second 45, is that like a dog statue or something? What is that by the on, on the ground by those red flowers on the floor? What is that? Is that like a 
like a small statue of a <laughs> doesn't it look like a statue of a dog kind of like in a in a like a, a beg situation like it's like it's on its back uh, legs yeah and it's like begging for a treat like it, but it's hard to tell because if it, if, the, if there's a head there it's cut off by the door yeah but no it, but it looks yeah it looks like it looks like the feet and the tail of like a a, 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 yeah, a dog that's sitting i mean we have seen like uh earlier we were talking about how uh, Mrs. Lancaster had a few like uh, uh, terrier dog mm-hmm. things, like she- sheepish dogs, little statues around the bed, and, and you could see it around the the, the bathroom and the, and the nightstand. Yeah, well, so I'm guessing she's got like a dog theme, but also a <laughs> groundhog theme. A dog theme. Yeah, well, because we we see. Oh, well, we do get we get to see it again. I think you pointed it out when we first got to the bed and breakfast, but we see it. Well, now it's behind the yellow flowers between the two lamps on the the dress or whatever. There's like a little, it looks like a little dog, maybe just a few inches high. Second like 50, a little, there's another one. Yeah, there's a little dog box. figure. They're and then everywhere. by the by the door, is it by the door, like by the French doors or whatever that are separating the the uh, the two areas of the room? Is that a... The one by the tissues, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, just every angle, there's like a dog there's a, there's a dog. So I wonder, yeah, if each, I don't know of the whole... You know, if they all have the same theme or, like, there's a different animal in each room that has, like, a different theme, a different kind of figure. Now, some set designer had some idea, (laughs) and they're not telling me, and I'm pissed off. I want to know, like... Is this was this this room dedicated to an old dog of Mrs. Lancaster's, and I don't know about it? <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking now. I'm sort of think like is this this is the is this like Muffy's suite like she calls it, <laughs> and it's the third floor. Maybe that's where the dog used to play at or something. I, I want to know. Is like a pet cemetery situation? Is that what you're saying? I, I guess just something where it's just like <laughs> the dog used to be up here on the third floor when she was a child, and she played with the dog, and then the this whole freaking bedroom is uh is a, is a memorial to the dog but, okay and maybe that's what that plaque is on the side of that wall i pointed out that i can't read it mm-hmm. but i bet you it's like this room's dedicated to my dog muffy or something yeah oh and i'm well <laughs> so i'm thinking so where is where is muffy oh muffy's in the backyard dude oh you think she's oh, not she's dude. not like stuffed and posed somewhere oh <laughs> that would be tr- oh my god that would be great if we see a stuffed dog somewhere in the house somewhere. Keep uh, an eye out. I, it wouldn't oh, surprise me. I'm just. I didn't think I'm about just saying. it. I would think like she would have an oil painting of it somewhere in the house. It's okay. in her bedroom, and you know, or maybe the stuffed dog is in the bedroom. She keeps it or something. I don't know. Okay. Oh, well, man, yeah, no, me, so... yeah. I, there's there's an oil painting somewhere, and maybe there's yeah, there's a little there's a little grave with a little <laughs> marker out in the backyard. The, the final resting place of Muffy. It's <laughs> good. Well, that's oh. that's that's all I got for minute fifty-two. Same, same. All right. Well, well, listeners, <laughs> listeners, thanks us, for you made it this far. Tell us your dead your dead dog theories on the Gobbler's Knob Groundhog Minute Listener Society <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, and so that is it for us. So from. From Dave Palace and myself, Sean German, thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow, if there is one. Let them say your hair's too long.